Hey friends, thanks so much for tuning in to the SGT Report podcast. I can't tell you how much we appreciate you and your listenership. May God bless you and your family. So did you know that silver demand will exceed supply again this year? By a large factor, silver is one of the most useful industrial metals out there. And demand is soaring amidst the green new agenda. Electric cars, solar panels, iPhones, it all requires silver. There will also be future demand in the field of nanotechnology, the food industry, and printed and flexible electronics. You heard that right. Demand will increase by at least 50% by 2030. And there's not enough physical silver today. There's no better time to invest with Noble Gold than right now. Noble Gold Investments will walk you through the entire process and will take you no more than five minutes to open a gold or silver IRA. And this month, you'll get a three ounce Silver American Virtue coin with a qualified IRA of 20 grand or higher. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com. What possible reason in the world could a place like the Vatican, which is a city-state, one of three, if you've forgotten, one of the three city-states that controls the world, but here's the thing, why in the world would a place like the Vatican, which has had Lord knows how much money all over the world forever, call it all home? Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report here. Thank you so much for tuning in. That was Crow 777. And we keep it topical in this conversation, talking about many different things, one of which is what the heck is the Vatican Bank up to? And did you realize that the premium over spot on real money on American silver eagles is now 100% as the paper silver market implodes? Friends, thanks so much for tuning in. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. Do you hate paying taxes on your crypto gains? Me too. That's why I'm excited about my digital money. There are crypto trading platforms specializing in tax-advantaged crypto IRAs. With a traditional crypto IRA, you can defer your taxes until you liquidate. Now imagine investing in Ethereum now at $1,300 or $1,400, and if predictions of it hitting $50,000 come true, that's almost $49,000 in Ether profits you won't have to pay taxes on. My digital money also offers individual accounts for cash trading, so you can have the best of both worlds in one platform. When it comes to your crypto investments, you deserve a company that will respect and secure your money the same way you do. Visit MyDigitalMoney.com and receive a $50 sign-up bonus for qualified accounts. Use promo code MDM50. Terms apply. Go to MyDigitalMoney.com. Hey, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's wonderful to have you guys back. I hope everything's going great in your life. I know it's a bit of a struggle. Inflation is at 8.3%, but Biden, the puppet in chief, says the economy is flourishing. We're going to talk about that and more today. Vatican banking crisis, our bail-ins on the way. PayPal hates free speech. Abortion is healthcare, and video games can be deadly for children. Who better to talk about all of it than Crow Triple Seven? Crow's back now. How are you, Crow? Hey, man, thanks for having me on. I guess we say welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Very good, my friend. We'll start with the screen share and we'll go from the last thing I mentioned to the first thing I mentioned. How about video games may trigger life-threatening cardiac arrhythmias in susceptible children? Crow, the hits just keep on coming. Everything's dangerous these days. Walking to school, walking home from school. Everything can cause cardiac arrhythmias in children now except for that magic jab. Isn't that interesting? Video games, life-threatening for children. You know what I'm going to do? And I don't do this a lot. I'm going to pull a Bible verse 
that very well explains some things about technology. First of all, everything we're experiencing would fall right apart if we all cast aside our smartphones. It is the linchpin, it is the anchor, and if you want to be honest, what you're actually holding is a scrying mirror. Um, people can look up what that means, and if you're like me, you're not interested in learning about black magic, but the scrying mirror is what your phone is. If you don't believe me, turn it off, go out in the sun and look at the black screen, see what you see. Um, the point is, is as I was talking about this synthetic reality that's coming up around us, not the creation, we all know how to find the creation. It's the place where there is no lie in the natural world around us presumably made by a creator or however you choose to view how we got this creation. It's up to you. It's up to all of us because we were also granted free will. But I'm going to trot out this Bible, Bible verse um, because I think it fits perfectly with what's happening with cell phones. And give me just a second because I'd like to pull it from the KJV. I'm not a real fan of the NIV. Where are you, KJV? King James Version, give it to us, buddy. But as you're looking that up, we do have to remind people that uh, there is a rise in heart attacks among young people, and it's very, very serious, guys. Evidently, you can get a heart attack from playing soccer now, and uh, the White House says, go get your booster, Crow. Go get your safe and delicious, safe and effective booster. I'm here to tell you that I'm not buying. I think a lot of people have remorse that made those decisions. And I think the perception of it, except for the thoroughly asleep, um, has changed. And again, uh, technology has played a critical role in the decisions people have made. Um, adults are supposed to be adults, right? We don't need a mommy and a daddy. We can assess what we should or shouldn't do in this world because the creator gave us free will. We can do that. The problem is, is people have gone into the synthetic realm of screens and they quit thinking. And when you stop writing your story while your face is in a screen, someone else is writing your story for you. And as I said, um, a good example of this is if I, I know people are like me, you walk out the other night, I went to dinner with my wife, every single couple in there we're looking at their screens for most that they didn't even speak to each other. They're eating and they've got the phone in one hand. It's like they're in a, it's like they're zombied out. It's like they're somehow hypnotized. So I wanted to offer this Bible verse in reference to what the cell phone and technology in general is starting to represent in our era. It's pulled from Matthew 530. I've chosen the KJV version just because here it is. And if they right hand, offend thee, cut it off, and cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish, and not thy whole body should be cast into hell. Now, if we just take the word cut your right hand off and cut off what's in your right hand, I think that's a salient Bible verse. As a matter of fact, I can't think of a time when a Bible verse has fit in fit so well. Um, the technology is getting out of hand here and people are no longer writing their own stories. They're making a decision based on a, what a website, oh, this is safe. Go do this to your body. This is safe. And it's, it, that's the real epidemic, I would say, Sean. Yeah, it's uh, an epidemic of ignorance. And I think what you've really described to me sounds like a non-player character, an NPC. I mean, how many people are walking around this world on a daily basis, not actually engaged in living life? They're engaged in their nine to five and they have to go home, watch a little TV, eat a little TV dinner and go to bed and then rinse and repeat. But that's not really living life. 
winner, winner, chicken dinner. There it is. You're literally an RC car. As long as you're tethered to your technology, as long as you have quit writing your own story, if we aren't like, there was a point where I honestly came to the realization of how important it is to use my God granted gifts, the divine spark, my free will, having been made beneficiary of this creation, how much of it was I writing my story? And I came to the conclusion it was shocking. So if we each assessed what percent, I, I mean, I, I would suspect that the average younger person is spending 80% of their life in front of a screen. And the entire time you are caught up in someone else's story, you're not writing your own story. And look, look at the world around us right now, just to make the point. So just to be clear, you're not going to get it. Is that what you're saying? I just want to be clear because I be keep hearing ads that uh, from Pfizer, uh, even on my sports talk radio AM station, that uh, it's safe and it's effective and it will prevent you from dying from COVID. So I think I might have to go get it. Well, let me be perfectly clear. As I mentioned, the creator granted me the divine spark of life, free will. So I get to choose what I do and don't do. And he also made me beneficiary of this creation. The creator gave me the DNA that I have. If you go to a company that has made an offer to you for a patented product called a vaccine and you accept that offer and then allow your DNA to be modified, this has already gone through the Supreme Court. I forget it was with corn. I think it was Monsanto. I don't remember. I think it was corn where they said, hey, man, there was this living thing called corn that we took a patented product and modified the DNA. Can we own this? And the Supreme Court said, why, yes. Why, yes, you can own that. If you have a patented product that you've developed and you change the DNA, then you are the creator of that new creation and you can own it. So if it is true, what we have been told about these products on offer, to be perfectly clear, and they have updated your DNA, there is a real risk that a corporation could then make a claim on owning you, I would consider. Yeah, Todd Callender, the attorney, has uh, backed that up in uh, broadcasts that we've had, and he says that's true. That is on the books, and if you modify yourself via an experimental mRNA gene therapy, well, I'm sorry that you didn't have informed consent, but uh, these people are going to make the case all the way to the Supreme Court that they now own you, that you are on their plantation to be tracked, to be traced, to be culled at their will. I, I'm starting to believe that's actually true. Have you seen the videos, Crow, of people suddenly spinning and turning to their right like they see demons in the sky? They start spinning and spinning and spinning till they fall down and die. Have you seen any of those videos? No, I haven't. I spend so little. You know, I work to create my podcast, crow777radio.com. I, if I am not working, I'm not in front of a screen. So I'm, you know, I'm not up on anything. I'm not up on news. I'm not up on politics. I don't watch any of it. When I'm done working, I'm the hell away from screens. Well, it's just horrifying because uh, this thing masquerading as a vaccine is actually a bioweapon. I mean, just look at this list of healthy, otherwise healthy. She was what, 27 years old, I think it said right there. These people are dropping dead. And a lot of them brag, look at that one. Oh, let's get vaccinated. So she's bragging about, we can do this. They run out and get it and they're proud to get it. And then they can't figure out why so many of them are dying. It's, it's very sad. Uh, I guess we can transition to the second topic, which is I sort of wanted to joke with you here just briefly. I know you're not super into politics on any level. You're not a political guy. I get it, but you do have common sense. So 
if I was a Democrat and you were my friend and you lived in the state of Minnesota where Scott Jensen, who was persecuted for talking about hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and alternative treatments for COVID, and they threatened to take his medical license, that doctor is running for governor in the state of Minnesota. And the ads by the Democrats running against him go a little bit like this. Scott Jensen hates women's health care. He wants to end abortion and a woman's right to healthcare. Scott Jensen is too extreme for Minnesota. Those are literally the ads they're running. Crow, is abortion healthcare? If you want to boil anything down to anything, you can put any label you want on it. You can paint it that it's red. You can paint it that it's blue. But at the base of what you're talking about is ending a life that the creator put in this world. That's what you're talking about. Facts are facts. Um, do you have the ability to choose what you're going to do, each of us does. I cannot control what you do any more than you can control what I do. But the point is, is if you want to be honest, you're talking about ending a life. Can you imagine being a doctor whose job every day was to go to a clinic where you were aborting babies? And I guess in your mind, providing health care to women. Can you imagine that job? Isn't that I, just a pits of hell job? I, I can I have this example that I'm going to offer here that is many times removed from what you just laid out. I knew a person who loved animals and did everything they could to prevent animals from being um, left on the streets. Or But part of the job that she had at this facility was after a mandated amount of time, they had to put the animals down. That person almost took their own life. They were out of their mind because they were taking the lives of dogs that wouldn't be adopted. I forget it was six weeks or something and they had to put them down. And as a part of the job, and she, she loved the animals. Um, that's what she had to do. We're talking about dogs here. So I don't, I don't possibly know how a human being could become so callous that over time that doesn't just eat them up yeah. on the inside. Yeah, no, I don't understand it either. And uh, I paused on this slide right here in this uh, particular video from Young Hearts, part 25. This woman who uh, loved vaccines, not sure if she passed away or not, but she's not doing well. Uh, she says, I'm massively hostile to the anti-vaxxers. And then she followed that up after getting her jab. I'm currently having a much worse reaction to my COVID jab than either of my two actual bouts of COVID. Am I unique? No, you're not. And you're not going to be unique if you die. And, that, that, uh, that feels like a bot post. Have you seen what they're doing on Twitter now where the big argument was, we caught you, Twitter, you have 10% bots. And, and the people running Twitter said, well, that's not even true. It's actually only 5%. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so you're going to admit you have fake accounts. And when I see things like that, that are button pushers just to get people pissed off and confused, I am always thinking, was that a bot that just put that nonsense up? I can't even take it seriously. Yeah. Well, everybody knew that the game was manipulated on Twitter when Trump would say something or tweet something. And the first hundred returns were all anti-Trump people with little teeny accounts. So those comments, those anti-Trump comments were always propped up immediately right under his comments. And these would be from accounts with like maybe 800 followers or, you know, that, that feels that feels like a double reverse to me, because then the perception is, if shit, they can do this to the president of the United States. What hope do I have? You know, it almost feels <laughs> like it's just paving the road to nonsense. Well, I think that's true. And, you know, that was happening on Twitter long after I was booted from Twitter. 
So I think I got booted from Twitter before the president did. I might have that uh, dating wrong, but regardless, I've been booted from Twitter, just like I've been booted from PayPal. So this takes us to our next topic. PayPal hates free speech. I was booted off of PayPal after more than a decade being on PayPal, and they shut it down without cause or warning about a year and a half ago, Crow. And now they're coming after everybody. And if they don't like your speech, if they don't like your business, if they think that you're transacting in disinformation, they announced they're going to penalize people 2,500 bucks. They're going to steal money from your account if you're allowed to remain on PayPal. This whole thing is such a, I mean, it is so unlogical. So on the 1st of October, a lot of people saw their PayPal activity go way, way down. Meanwhile, the Vatican had ordered all its money, assets, everything, even in Swiss banks, home by September 30. So that happens. All the Vatican's money, I guess they don't trust the banks, right? Why else would you do such a thing? So that happens on the 30th of September. October 1, this whole PayPal diving, the numbers diving, people using it to run podcasts or anything else. Then a few days later, they announced, we're going to fine you $2,500 if you spread misinformation or say anything that we don't think is true. Now, the funny part about that is how many people even keep $2,500 in their PayPal? So aren't they actually saying, we'll take it from the bank account it's hooked to? But to top it off, a couple days later, they act like they never said that. They can't imagine who wrote those words or why it was ever put out. So I'm looking at all these things that appear to be opposite to each other. I look at the statement, uh, how much is PayPal worth? And they're showing publicly, oh, billions and billions. They're they're one of the richest people around. So my friend and I went and looked up one of the meeting minutes recently. The minute the minutes meeting with the board of directors opens up like this. Can you please justify why you have so many officers at PayPal? Can you please justify why some of you got a 30 something percent raise? Can you please justify why you're making this massive amount of money? Now, when you hear a board meeting like that, doesn't that mean that money must be an issue? And yet, if you go look up how much they're making, it's telling you billions. So then I heard from another person who's kind of in a place to know things, who claims they've been having money trouble for a long time. But the real point here is, Sean, we've all been cornered into a terrible position because we want to offer information to people. We want to run our own servers and all that we do costs money. And yet it is almost impossible right now to do online transactions free of just ridiculous censorship. But I wanted to point that out about PayPal because is it true? Is, is PayPal telling everyone they're worth billions and truth is they've been having money problems for a long time? When I see a board meeting like that, it makes me feel like that must be true. Hey friends, thanks so much for tuning in to the SGT Report podcast. This is a good time for a quick break. Were you aware of the fact that silver prices are low due to paper manipulation by bankers? Yeah, it's true, but guess what? I just did an interview with David Jensen, and Jensen believes the Fed just triggered a terminal run on the silver market because of their printing. We should see a huge demand in coming months for physical silver. It's a perfect time to get your silver IRA started. And this month, you'll get an incredible free three-ounce silver American Virtue coin with a qualified IRA of $20,000 or higher. Call the team right now at 877-646-5347 or just visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Yeah, and it's really interesting too because as you and I discussed before I hit record today, PayPal, YouTube, and Google 
don't actually care at this point about organic profits. They care about control. They care about censorship. And I was listening to a really interesting piece of commentary last night. I'd give credit to whoever said this if I could remember who it was. I watch way too many videos uh, as I look for things to post at the phaser.com and sgtreport.com. But uh, this person said it might have been Laura Ingram who said, it seems at this point, the powers that be are telling us, and it's based on global digital ID and Bill Gates and all these other things they want to roll out, World Economic Forum. They're telling us that if you don't bend the knee, we're going to make your life a living hell. I mean, that's really the message here, Crow. Bend the knee if you want to have a PayPal account. Bend the knee if you want to remain on YouTube. Bend the knee. Bend the knee to the new world order. Well, here, here it is. This is a bit of a spiritual struggle we're in here. Will you sacrifice what you know to be true and correct and acceptable to you, to your living self, or will you throw that aside and do things that, that you don't think are correct? And that's what this comes down to. If enough people decide that what they're doing is unacceptable, they're not going to get away with it. It's that simple. And by the way, I think we all are aware that money is not king. If I had to arbitrarily set a date at the point where officially money was no longer king, I would say roughly the year 2000. 2001, maybe. What's king is data. And so I'm sure you must have covered at the end of 2019, the 200 and something major CEOs changing seats. What's going on is if you're going to have a one world existence, you're going to try to get it down to one corporation, right? So why did all those CEOs change seats? Is it that they're all agreeing that money doesn't matter and the goal at hand matters? Because when PayPal is already in trouble, if they are, and they do a thing like make a threat that doesn't go over well, then they start losing income because people leave them. They don't seem to be worried about it in the least. Uh, what's king now is data. And the reason data is king is because it gives them predictive capabilities that are about 98% certain. It's a little bit like having a time machine, to be honest. Well, you mentioned the Vatican Bank. Let's uh, flesh that out. They called all their money home by September 30th. It's now the middle of October as we're having this conversation. So far, globally, we haven't seen a global economic collapse, but that is what everybody has been worried about. That's why the markets have been so freaky and flaky. A collapse at some point is coming because there's too much money out there. They've printed too much money in all currencies. But uh, what are your thoughts right now in the Vatican specifically? calling all that money home by September 30th. I don't think it takes a genius. I think we've all been warned. What possible reason in the world could a place like the Vatican, which is a city state, one of three, if you've forgotten, one of the three city states that controls the world, they're supposed to be in charge of the spiritual side of things. It has been said that DC, the other city state, is in charge of the military. And you know the other one is the city of London. But here's the thing, why in the world would a place like the Vatican, which has had Lord knows how much money all over the world forever, call it all home? What is that saying? Take it out of your bank and give it back to us? That's a, a warning shot, isn't it? That something's coming with banking. A day later, after everything is supposedly taken back, PayPal does some crazy things, which is one of the major online, if you want to call it a bank, bank. Um, I think what we're going to see if this comes to pass is they're going to make a run to put it on crypto. Uh, we've also seen things like the euro coming in parity with the dollar. Why would, you, why would that happen unless you were going to one currency? You'd try to make all the currencies go into parity, wouldn't you? But what I suspect is if a collapse does come, I think we'll see it in the euro and the Deutsche Mark first. 
And there's another thing to consider. The price of gold and silver has just been plummeting lately. And for a long time, I thought about it. And then something a good buddy of mine said when he was talking about the wealth stripping that's going on all over the world. He said, the wealth stripping is in full swing. So people who have gold and silver set aside for later are being forced to cash it in at the lowest amount in a long time. And then he said, I suspect when the wealth stripping is over, the cost of gold and silver will go beyond the reach of most people. So these are some of the things I'm hearing. But Sean, you tell me, how in the heck does the Vatican rewrite its constitution and order all its assets home? How can that not be a warning about the banks they took their money out of? Well, I think that's a good point. And uh, it is an international banking crisis. Uh, We're hearing that Credit Suisse is on the verge of a collapse. Deutsche Bank, as you noted, is one of the criminal international banks that is at risk. And when the collapse happens, there will be bail-ins. They'll just take the money. They already say the money that you have on account at a bank, whether it's a checking account, savings account, doesn't matter. It's their money. During a bail-in, they can take your money. They say they will do that during a bail-in. That's what they did to the people in Greece. Remember that? Right. And there's your example. So if I remember correctly, if you had more than 100,000 euros, they took half of all your assets on deposit with the bank, bailed it into the bank, and there was no legal recourse. But what you got to realize here is the spot price for gold today is roughly uh, 1,652. The spot price for silver is roughly $18 and 40 some odd cents. Um, But the premiums to buy it, are super duper high. Like, let me just look up. I'll tell you right now what one place is doing. So they're listing spot for silver at $18.32, but to buy it, you have to spend $35.32. Another place is listing gold spot, the spot value at $1,643.84, but to buy it, you have to pay $1,833.84. So the premiums are really high, but the main takeaway here is if you're a person who'd been collecting gold and silver towards your retirement and the wealth stripping has hit you um, and you have to cash in, you're gonna cash in at a very low value. And what some people think is that after the wealth stripping, that the spot price will go three or four times on both gold and silver, putting it out of the reach of most people. The thing is, there is a constitutionally protected idea for those who have watched my KL law episodes that you can actually own the title of a thing if you buy it with specie, which is legal tender, like a gold eagle or a silver eagle. And is that what's going on? Are they making it impossible to hold gold and silver or buy it? Are they making it impossible for anyone to buy something and hold title? These are hard things to know, but on the face of it, it appears logical. That's interesting. And we talked about wealth stripping last time you were on, and I think it's a very, very prescient, intelligent uh, term to come up with because that does appear to be what they're doing. I mean, they've stripped some seven, eight, ten trillion dollars out of the stock markets just in the past, I don't know, since November. And uh, when it comes to silver, You also make an interesting point. I just did the math on this kilo silver bar at SD Bullion. Let's call it 740 bucks. It says 735. So $740 to buy the kilo bar. That's just over 32 ounces, troy ounces of silver. So 740 divided by 32 is $23.12 an ounce. So far more affordable to get a silver kilo bar than to buy silver eagles. But herein lies the rub. Right. Makes me wonder what's going on with legal tender, which is American silver eagles, unconfiscatable precious metal trading at so much 
higher a premium. Well, uh, here's, we can here's, look right here. We'll see well, what American Yeah, Eagles here's are. the thing you need to know. It is a much better buy to buy the bars you just said. But here's the thing. When you cash those bars back in, they're reportable. Silver Eagles, Gold Eagles, and Sovereigns are unreportable at any amount. You could cash in a million of them. It's unreportable. So that's part of what the premium is. Um, but these are legal tender. That is actually currency still for now. And even though that's worth, you know, what's the face value like a dollar um the truth is it's worth roughly 32 dollars or 36 dollars i forget what i just said um in fair trading in other words it would cost you that to buy it but are the people right that this wealth stripping is going here's the thing about the wealth stripping sean it used to be that the poorest among us and the lower middle class got hit by the wealth stripping but now it's getting everybody in this state alone they put a ballot measure that if you make over a million dollars you need to pay more taxes so they're trying to get everybody but here's the thing as an example of wealth stripping when people could no longer pay their rent in the state i'm in rhode island it became a problem it was all over the place so the state turned around and said, guess what, landlords, you cannot boot people out who can't pay their rent. So the people trying to pay rent have been wealth stripped. Now the landlords who's waiting for his rent money, he's also been wealth stripped. And they did all kinds of clever little write checks here and there to try to cover it. But the truth is, for the first time, we're seeing the people who hold the property that are a little more wealthy, they're getting wealth stripped too. And who needs to tell you about the value of a dollar? You know, we're all getting well stripped when you go to the gas station or you go buy your bread. It's all it's all worth far more money or you lose far more money to go buy your goods and services. Well, I'm glad we're having this conversation about precious metal. Uh, you know, I've cut my teeth in the precious metal space and I'm a big advocate for physical owning physical silver and gold. But so am uh, I. I hadn't checked American Silver Eagles in quite some time because the premiums were so high, but I had no idea, Crow, that as we're looking today at SD Bullion, I'm sure the same thing is true at Atmax, the premiums on a 2022 one ounce American Silver Eagle are roughly 100%. Today, with silver trading at $18.40, if you're going to buy one American Silver Eagle from SD Bullion, they're demanding $37. That's over 100%. No, it's about 100% premium, Crow. This is part of the game. And I'll tell anyone who's thinking about buying silver, check three places. It used to be spot was spot. Now, when you go to three places, you'll notice there's little differences. Like I see gold spot at 1651.11. And I'm looking at another place that says it's 1653.40. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, it, it, there's, it, it's a whole new world out here. The problem is this, that is, that is specie. That is specie. It's unreportable, and I can't underscore enough what you said. I will not accept paper. I will not play in the stock market. It'll be a cold day in hell, which I will never be in hell. I will never touch crypto. And I know a lot of people disagree with me. That's my spiritual decision. You get to make your spiritual decisions. But part of what I would point out is not too distant in the future. It is my suspicion no one in their right mind would sell you a gold eagle or a silver eagle for crypto. What you're looking at on the screen has intrinsic value in the world. And by the way, it was made by God or the creator or however you want to see it. The earth made that. It is real. It is true. Crypto is, I, I don't even want to get into it. It's spiritually bereft. And not only that, the day crypto, if it becomes the main game in town, everyone will have accepted that wealth does not equal value. What you're looking at on the screen 
is wealth and it is value at the same time. And it has always been. Uh, I think that part of what we see going on is the synthetic systems want to strip all the gold away, which they illegally did. And what was it, Sean, 33? I think 1933, the, the, the president gave an illegal dictate that you had to give back your gold. That was later said to be illegal, I think, by the Supreme Court. I think he did it through the postmaster general at the time. Um, but later they said, no, the president's not a dictator. He can't do that. But they did it. Um, I think we're heading to a time now where they're figuring out ways to get the gold and silver back because it represents a very important idea about commerce. Well, what an interesting conversation. And uh, I'm glad we're talking about real things, real money. The future of our uh, country depends on it. And I keep saying, Crow, that uh, either we get our great awakening or they get their great reset. Now, as it pertains to the Great Awakening, I know you don't follow politics, but you know who AOC is, don't you? I don't. Oh, really? Okay. I, I spend all my time doing the research for my episodes these days, Sean, and most of that is done in books because trying to search information on the internet is almost laughable at this point. Okay. Uh, AOC is, uh, I think her name is something like Alexandria Cortez, AOC. That's, that's a person's initials? AOC, yeah. And okay. she's a meme, essentially. She's a far, far, far left Democrat, Marxist, really a socialist at heart. And another Democrat recently, her name is Tulsi Gabbard. She just disavowed the entire Democratic Party, saying they're anti-family, they hate our country, they stand for nothing. And AOC, who happily trumpets war against Putin in Ukraine, well, she just endured this at a town hall meeting. Listen to this. Congresswoman, none of this matters unless there's a nuclear war, which you voted to send arms and weapons to Ukraine. Tulsi Gabbard, she's left the Democratic Party because there are women who are hot. Okay, you originally voted, you ran as an outsider, yet you've been voting to start this war in Ukraine. You're voting to start a thermonuclear war with Russia and China. Why are you playing with the lives of American citizens? You're playing with our lives. There will be no neighbors if there's a nuclear bomb. You voted to mobilize and send money to Ukrainian Nazis. You're a coward. You're All right, I'll pause it. I'll come back to you. We don't have to get into the conversation of nukes or no nukes unless you want to, Crow. The point of that is, is that these progressive socialist sellouts like AOC are now even starting to feel the heat from their own people. People in their own party are starting to say, this party represents nothing anti-human, anti-American, anti-anti-anti, and we're sick of all of it. And now you want to take us to war with Russia? So that's so, the uh, so state of the politics thing. for you. Yeah, here's the thing, man. I served as a Marine during the first Gulf War. And to all these mouthpieces, I say this. You don't know anything about war. You don't know what it means to hold a gun. You don't know what it means to kill a person. Until you do, you should just shut the hell up and sit down. But there's more to the story that you're showing nukes do not exist as they're described that sounds bombastic out of my mouth but if you want to go check out episode 53 titled duck and cover no more i outline what we can show to be true about nukes you could even go on youtube to this day and look up a man named galen windsor who shows he eats plutonium he eats other things to show the lie that is going on. Some people will quickly say when they've heard what I just said, well, what are those nuclear plants doing? They're making electricity. They're just boiling water in a really expensive way. The thing about nukes that everyone should know is with what we've been told, they, it destroys cells. You know, it has cells. Or here, let me go at it this way. 
There has never been time in Nagasaki or Hiroshima when drinkable water hasn't been there, animals haven't been there, plants haven't been there, and people haven't been there. It's time to wake up from this fear porn game. Seriously, go to crow777radio.com and catch the first free hour of episode 53 if you have an interest. But when you bring something like this, the level and the layers of hypocrisy are almost too much to take on in one breath. Lady, you don't know a damn thing about war and you should sit down and shut up until you do. And once you've seen what it actually is, let's see what you think about participating now. The second thing is, The people in the audience are using the fear porn that's been planted in their head because they think there's a magical red button that will end God's creation. It doesn't exist. So I know these are the, these sound bombastic, but I have to put it out there. Everyone gets to choose what they will accept. Episode 53, we outline it. We do it again in episode 400. Um, Anyone can get the first hour for free at crow777radio.com. These are important points because fear in this world is driving so much of the problem we have. If people could just stop being afraid, decisions would be much more made much more cleverly and adult-like. Very well said. That's why we get them on the show so often, guys. Crow777radio.com. That's the website, right? Crow777radio? Yeah, C-R-R-O-W-777radio.com. The only social media that we have points to that website because that's where we keep free speech alive. If you're a member there, you get my movie, uh, Shoot the Moon, which is two hours of all my telescope work that made me famous. And Sean, thanks so much for having me on, but I'd like to say to everybody listening, I'd like to wish you a happy, healthy, and higher-minded new era. Very, very good. I'm sure we'll get you on again before the end of the year. We can do a end of the year recap if you'd like, Crow. <laughs> hey, if, if, if I be... have the if I have the time, I'm happy to join you, Sean. All right, sounds good. Crow, thanks so much for coming on today. Cheers, man. Thank you so right. much. Cheers, buddy. All right, God bless, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, a special thanks to our subscribe stars. Thanks a lot for coming over from uh, Patreon. You know they booted us uh, a week after YouTube did. So, for those of you who are subscribe stars, thank you so much for your support. I'll try to remember to leave a link below. If you're not, we could really use support, friends. And for real news every single day for free, you can always join us at sgtreport.com. That's the antidote to corporate propaganda and mockingbird mainstream media lies 24/7. God bless you and yours. Bye-bye. Killing children. These are the worst type of child killers out there. They're monsters. And it's interesting you use the word the devil because in the intro to my six-part series, Bioweapon Blues, I use a quote from Shakespeare's Tempest, which is, hell is empty and the devils are all here. These are all devils, yeah. Hell is empty and the devils are all here. It's that bad. It's biblical.